cliffcentral.com Fashion Lab on cliffcentral.com Welcome to the Fashion Lab show and thank you for tuning in. My name is Lisa Gumbo Regisford and you're on today's show, we're going to be talking celebrity endorsements. Now, we're going to be specifically focusing on our beautiful continent, which I call the wild, wild west, because it goes down really wild out here. Anyway, um, for just a, a quick heads up, celebrity branding or celebrity endorsement is a form of advertising campaign or marketing strategy used by bigger brands or companies, and it involves celebrities or a well-known person using their social status or their fame to help promote a product, service, or even just raise awareness about whatever social matters. Now, this all happens in pursuit of hoping that the positive images of the celebrity endorser of the brand will also be passed on to the products of the brand image associated with this particular celebrity. And that just means, Africa, if you're listening, if you are a Wahala person, it's just Wahala. I don't know who wants to associate. So I think that brands also um, have a really big responsibility to just pay attention and know that, you know, if you're putting whoever in or you're aligning with whoever, that you're not going to be looking funny. Now, celebrity branding, obviously, is also known as what we are calling the celebrity endorsements. If you're like a celebrity, you get to become a brand ambassador for hopefully a good brand. Now, according to celebrity endorsement throughout the ages, uh, it was very interesting to find some sort of history um, around... Uh, where these celebrity endorsements began. Now, if you're a huge fan of a certain celebrity, you probably uh, perceive them as a trustworthy person. Uh, they're obviously probably physically attractive. Maybe that's what you like about it. They probably have a high social status um, and power. It obviously must also hold the correct attitudes. So, you know, they say PRES. You talk about celebrity endorsements. We've got some really cool guests. We're about to really unpack this topic um, here in studio. Now, before I move further... Uh, we are going to be joined on the show, um, not physically, but obviously we're going to be having Morag Stein, who's our internationally accredited beauty consultant slash makeup artist, uh, who's acquired um, enough experience in the beauty game for almost over 10 years. She will be engaging us throughout the show with Glam Up, for those of you who know what that is. For those who don't, you can fasten your seatbelts, get your popcorn, it's about to go down. And uh, we're also going to be joined uh, by our New York contributor, Edgy Benson, with his echoes from New York. Edgy uh, runs NU in New York, a fashion services company based in New York, sourcing services to fashion designers and fashion houses. Uh, Edgy, welcome to the show. Thank you, Liz. How are you? I'm fine, thank you. How are you? Very good. And, and what are you wearing? <laughs> and be creative um, happily. And what's inspiring the look? And I know you lost Again, one hour. And I know you lost one hour in New York. So let's just keep it real, but creatively. You're right. You're right. Well, the weather is a little smoggy, so I'm wearing something to keep warm. Jeans, of course, and a jacket, <laughs> a wool jacket over me, <laughs> and a T-shirt. I think, on, I, think, I think no one's surprised anymore. They could actually answer that question for you, but it's cool to know that you're wearing those jeans. Keep yourself warm. Uh, we want to definitely engage you in this hour, too. So we need you warm and nice. And obviously, for those who are tuning in for the first time, just a quick reminder, I've got my favorite segment at the end of the show called Who Would You Want to Dress and Why? So feel free to show your who's, your why's. We call that our red glass of wine at the end of the show. And Liz, what are you wearing? Uh, I'm wearing a very simple um, cold back, cold drop back um uh, knee, almost knee length, uh, dress. Uh, it's one from, I think, three years ago from one of my collections. And because I got so many compliments oh. walking in here, I was like, actually, we need to bring this simple baby back <laughs> because it's just a hot day in Johannesburg. And you know, the days when you wake up and you just like, gosh, let me just throw that dress on and please go. It's hot and I just want to be comfortable. So it's a very, very simple, colorful, easy, uh, dress from one of mine, uh, three years ago. So now, um, thank you for asking me because no one ever asks me. Now, I want you to keep your tweets coming for those who are tuned in. We're at Fashion Lab AF. Uh, share with us some of your favorite, um, maybe celebrity endorsements that you've seen going down um, in the past. Um, now, I want to move straight into a topic. But before I introduce our special guests, I want to quickly go through that journey, that brief of celebrity uh, endorsements and the history behind it. According to my source, celebrity endorsement throughout the ages, 2004, 
the celebrity endorsement history goes back to the 1760s when royal endorsements were actually used as a type of celebrity branding to promote products. And then you have uh, a company that came up called Wedgwood who produced pottery and chinaware using royal endorsements as a marketing device to promote their products. So that was 1760s. Gosh, some of us were... I don't even know if God had even decided where we were going to be today. But then in 1875 to 1900s, you had trade cards which were introduced. And this is where you would have a picture of a celebrity with a photo on the product. So typically these trade cards would be given to consumers with a product or then would be inserted in some sort of packaging of the product itself. So that when you buy the product, you get to see whoever or you get to see whoever. Then you've got... um 1930s, the major trending celebrity endorsers were athletes. By 1945, the trend changed. Movie stars were the next big thing uh, and the me- next big endorsers. In 1965, color TV was introduced to the marketing and therefore there was a popular rise in demand, which was obviously uh, coming across. Uh, a lot of TV personalities and entertainers then became uh, celebrity endorsements for communicating services and products. In the 80s, you move on and that's where companies decided to make products around celebrities. And you have an example of uh, 1984 when Nike noticed Michael Jordan, who became Nike's celebrity ambassador. And next thing you know, uh, Nike was literally like literally Michael Jordan's heartbeat. It was like a yin and a yang, I think. And then in the late 1900s, you've got celebrity endorsements, which moved up to a whole new level. Instead of images of them promoting a brand, companies started to hold press conferences with the celebrities announcing special deals, which meant they kind of became the uh, the spokespeople for the company. Then you've got the 2000s where studies have shown by having a celebrity ambassador, it's actually improving brand or company sales enormously. Look at Tiger Woods, 1996, 50 million increase in sales on golf balls by like 2002. So the, the, this thing is just something that's really evolving. And as we sit here in 2016, gosh, I'm already ahead. 2016, we're already, anyway, 2016 is off in a minute. We're already talking about this stuff and I'm sure that it, it feels like it's evolving so quick and moving so fast that we can't even keep up. But anyway, keep your tweets coming. We're at Fashion Lab AF. I want to just go straight into introducing our special guests on the show. Hold on, take a breath first. Now, <laughs> yes. Now, from supporting mm-hmm. actress for Inkaba, host of t- Top Mice, host of Extremo Conversar. You know, I'm going to learn some. Don't laugh. Let me finish. The, don't give it I'll away. Let you finish. <laughs> v reporter for The Voice, Angola. Currently, actress on Generations. Uh, to producing some really cool shows such as um, Access of VIP, Nzianga, and The Voice Angola. This Angolan actress is on a roll, and ain't no one going to stop her. Not me, not you, not Edgy, not my other guest. But anyway, allow me to introduce <laughs> Weza to the show, Weza Solange. A lot of people. I, I, was that a nice intro? <laughs> that was a very nice <laughs> intro. You actually say the name so well. Extremo Conversar, The Voice Angola, Acesso VIP. It's Acesso VIP, okay. not VIP. That's the only one. <laughs> That's a good try. A for effort. <laughs> I love it. Reza, welcome to the show. I want to introduce my other special guest who's also joining us on the show today. Uh, he is considered one of SA's most stylish men. He's a TV presenter. He's a model. He's an actor, designer, um, entrepreneur, and a philanthropist. He's now making waves locally and internationally and has had a substantial social, social following due to his down-to-earth uh, I. Uh, quote unquote, down to earth, considered professional yet warm personality. He's known for his talent, fashion sense, charm, versatility. Who are you quoting? Uh-huh. <laughs> uh-huh. Now, I just want to say, you know what? Apart, of, apart from him being a well known celebrity, he's also been a devoted entrepreneur. But welcome to the show, Maps. Thank you very much. Was Thank that you. a good intro or what? Yeah, yeah that was that was a great that was a great <laughs> intro. Um, just just my surname there, uh, Maps. I'm kidding. No, 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 no. It was a great intro. <laughs> Maponyane. Yes, perfect. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. No, you you didn't say it. I was just okay. I was just, um, Maps Maponyane. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Okay, Edgy, can you also say that, please? I want to just make this a warm um, <laughs> welcome. Maps Mapo. <laughs> okay, let me oh let's just leave it. Map. Let's just leave it here. <laughs> I'm, I'm gonna I'm gonna give you like the Ma- tip. Ma- like the typical tip that I used to give when I was in primary school and how MUPS came okay. about because guys couldn't pronounce my, my surname, Maponyani. So just sort of yeah. add a bit of a twang to my Punani. So Maponyani. <laughs> there we go. It's all good. 
Oh, I used to get made fun of all the time, man. Scars I live with in my name. But you're, you won't forget nah, it now, is... will you? You, won't, you Exactly. Exactly. <laughs> I will get it now. I mean, I can't say it, I can't say it live, but I got it now. <laughs> Wow, guys. It's a hot way to start the show. Now, I want to I wanna thank you for joining us as well, Maps. Now, between you and Wes, let's start with you. What are you wearing? What's inspiring the look? I was going to say ladies first, but um, I um, I wanted to wear something that was uh, what would I say? I, 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 I'm very bad at that actually. Let me let me have a bit of a disclaimer here. I'm not I'm not a person who lays out a whole outfit the day before and is inspired <laughs> by this and this and this. I'm a person who in the shower I get out the shower and I'm like, hmm, how do I feel? And then that's pretty much it, and I just put stuff on. So I'm wearing a, a shirt right now, but because of the heat, it's a it's a light linen gray shirt um, uh, that is a short sleeve shirt, um, so something that gives me a bit of freedom. And I had a couple meetings and stuff today, so I wanted to balance the sort of um, formal, smart, casual um, with a bit of an edgy look. And I'm wearing some, some gray pants uh, that are rolled up uh, quite short to my ankles and then some, some black sneakers, but um, sort of half formal, half Half casual sneakers and then a cap just to really casual it up a whole lot more. <laughs> wow. Very nice. We're going to tweet what Maps is wearing so we can also get some uh, feedback. <laughs> anyway, from our little hot F, uh, Fab Star Circle. And then, Weza, what are you wearing and what's inspiring your look? Uh, the weather inspires my look. It's been <laughs> so freaking hot in Joburg. And I also had a few meetings, but they were quite chill today and I just wanted to be comfortable. So I have a nice uh, grayish cotton dress. Long with a slit, which is a little bit inappropriate, hmm. but I need. It's, this is called the killer slit. I will also take that and tweet it out. There's, there's a killer. For who? <laughs> Maps looks I like need, he's happy on that side. I needed the fresh air. <laughs> and that's it with flats and 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 little, very little jewelry, and yeah. It's very nice. Thank it's nice you. to be comfortable. I think that's what um, we love to I'm do. I'm big on comfort. But yeah. I still think that within the freedom, there's got to be rules. But Absolutely. we'll let you breathe. <laughs> <laughs> the fresh air is hot, so I agree. Now, we're going to also be joined by Sheila Fari from Sheila Fari PR. Um, Sheila Fari PR is a company based here in Johannesburg that pride themselves in keeping abreast with the changing nature of public relations. Uh, we are particularly... Uh, excited about this conversation and I want to move straight to the subject matter. And I just want to add because Edgy knows what happened last week. We normally have what we call a designer exclusive every month. And in our last week's designer exclusive, we had a designer who we were we were talking and having conversations and something sparked up something so hard. It was like literally this place was on fire. Wow. So the reason we're having <laughs> this yes, the reason we have this topic today is because we want to talk to every stakeholder when it comes to celebrity endorsements, mm-hmm. what it means, who's do, who's getting a piece of it, how is it affecting you, how it is affecting, how it is affecting also, uh, the brands that decide to, you know, to, to get you onto their platforms. So it's just an interesting conversation. And like I said, instead of making noise and going crazy, the best thing is to actually, we thought, just have a topic around it mm-hmm. and talk to the people themselves and see where we go. So first of all, do you, I want to start with you as a, do you categorize yourself as a celebrity or how do you introduce yourself? Um, because I do so many things, I, I just feel it's easier and shorter to say TV personality because I do everything, almost everything that has to do with TV and entertainment. So TV personality is the name. Celebrity goes along whether you want to call one or not because a celebrity is somebody that is celebrated for what they do. And, and that is what we do. We end up being celebrated for the thing that we put <laughs> out Where's there. you're talking about you. Stop, <laughs> I don't know. Put, put you in the basket. Let's okay, we're talking so let to me you say directly. About me. I'm a TV personality and I do not mind the word celebrity because I am celebrated for, for what I do. I know that people feel a little bit funny about it, but it is okay. I embrace it. It's fine. And, and maps. Me. How do you I'm, introduce yourself? How do I introduce myself? Yes. Jeez, do people actually introduce myself saying they're celebrities? Does that happen? But you, you'll be surprised. Oh, <laughs> That's why I would love but to hear it. It's not a job. You can't introduce yourself. But there's people. The reason we're having this topic is we're going to pick your brains and share with the world what we are feeling and what's really happening because it's it's the truth. People. Some Although, people. Uh, you actually have a point there because I actually once met a Miss South Africa from many years ago and she introduced herself to me. 
Um, she must be in her 40s now. And she said, hi, I'm so-and-so, um, Miss South Africa, former Miss South Africa. That's how she introduced herself. But so, did she say she was a celebrity? No, no, no. But the fact that she's hung on to that for about 30 years. <laughs> that's that, that's is, all is she has to hang on to. Can you let the but, woman um, be? I um, Jeez, <laughs> I, I always introduce myself just as... Um, um, and I'm uh, I'm an entrepreneur that loves people. That's about it. Pretty much it, yeah. But they say, are you the celeb? I signed my <laughs> Yeah, when, when people say that, I'm like, when people say, oh, wh- where do I know you from? Um, I'm like, maybe we went to school together. Um, I don't know, maybe... Maybe uh, I, we might have worked together. Maybe we went to varsity together. Maybe you bumped into me somewhere. I, may, I have that face, whatever it is. I just, I just try to just uh, avoid it altogether. But if they obviously pin it down on something, then I won't lie to them and say no, it's not. Um, no, you didn't see me on that show or something. But um, no, it's I'm, I'm, I'm really first and foremost a, a businessman, and I just happen to be involved in work that is on television and that a lot of people get to get to see and therefore um, have, uh, as a consequence, made my face familiar. Can you just give us a quick um, brief breakdown of your journey? Like, how, do, how, how, are you, how, how are you where you are today? Um, I, I wouldn't like even you, know how to put that in a brief way, but... Um, uh, where did you start? What did you do? What did you want to be like 10 years ago? And what journey? How, has the, how have things... Changed and shaped so, your journey, or so maybe about, influenced. About ten years ago, I actually wanted to go into. Um, initially, I was going to go into aeronautical engineering, um, and then I needed to just get a side job while I was doing that at varsity. And I always loved people, always loved talking, always loved um, showbiz as well. And when I needed to get an extra job just to make some extra money, I started going for castings and auditions for all sorts of things. And then I got my first job, which was a TV presenting um, job for a schoolboy rugby show. And then from that, it led into other things. And then people were like, okay, you're actually not so bad to look at, so you should probably try out modeling. And I got into modeling. <laughs> and um, honestly, then the rest was history. I just ended up taking that more and more seriously. And I've just been very fortunate to have gotten a lot of um, different uh, modeling jobs and gigs and stuff I've done. Um, you know, over 50 commercials and print campaigns and um, stuff locally and, and internationally. And all of a sudden, I, I was here. My whole thing was always just to uh, put in 110% effort in whatever I do and, um, you know, know that if I've always done my best in an audition or something, then I can walk away with my head up. And I've just been lucky that a lot of the time it's I've managed to walk away with a thumbs up and a call back and I ended up being on a set. So it's uh, so far so good. Nice. Beautiful. Where's a, can we just touch a bit on some highlights or just like your journey? I don't even want, mm. it doesn't have to be highlights because I think mm. where you are waking up every morning already is a highlight on its own. Absolutely. But just from where you are. <laughs> yeah, because you know some people are still thinking, I don't know what they're waiting on, but I'm like, already we are live. Let's just run with it. Yeah. Tell us a bit about your, the, just break it down to us. Obviously, your Angolan um, sister who's living in Johannesburg, who's in this um, hectic, hectic um, entertainment industry, um, which is not very hard to keep up with, but you're doing it, you're winning, and you're staying focused, and obviously something's happening every year. It seems like every every time I speak to you, something new is cooking, and it's a good thing. What what, what is your breakdown? Uh, Let's see. Again, I did marketing and business management management at school, and that is what I, I liked. I knew that I had a thing for that. And basically, television started for me as a way of just paying my bills. Last year of of college, I needed to pay for my degree. Mom couldn't afford. Okay, so let's go. I started out, did one casting, went incredibly well. And the show became bigger than anybody expected. And other offers started coming along. I'm one of those persons where if there is opportunity, you will see me there. And I saw that there was an opportunity, especially for an Angolan in South Africa. So I just took it upon my shoulders to just try to bring the Angolan name and Angolan entertainment outside of Angola because of the language barrier, Angola and Mozambique, all these Portuguese-speaking countries end up being excluded. And the more opportunities I got, the bigger I got, and then... It, it just turned into this big thing. It started from TV presenting, went into acting, and then into producing because I realized that's where the money really was. And I got to a stage where I wanted to put 
my own ideas out there. I got tired of complaining that there is not enough of these and there is not enough of that. I got tired of complaining of the things that sometimes I was being made to do, which I wasn't comfortable with. I had so many ideas of things that could be put out there on television, but nobody was doing it. So why not just me do it, you know, and open up the doors for other people to also do the same thing. I'm always incredibly grateful to be where I am. So my mama, I made it moment for me. <laughs> it's always when I get to open the for somebody else being them South African or not to be in that position I feel that is when you're truly giving back and and I get to do this today I get to do this now I get to be and meet incredible people and people that I can't even imagine know who I am because of just I say it was good branding at the end of the day and my marketing degree definitely helped me in always branding myself in a way that products and brands and whatever always wanted to associate themselves with me and and I managed to get Angola and Mozambique and South Africa and a few other African countries. I'm very passionate about Africa. I'm very passionate about African women and all the amazing things that we get to do. So definitely at the right place at the right time. It's beautiful. Um, Mops, I'm coming. Wow. Yeah, I'm coming I know, back. right? Wow. <laughs> I'm how, how, how do you say that? Você é incrível. Mops, I'm coming. Você é incrível. Você é incrível. Você é incrível. Thank you. Você é incrível. So, Mops, I'm coming back to you now. Um, you've obviously been able to get um, a couple of endorsements, or maybe a lot more than we know. I know that Samsung is one of them. I know that Investec um, is also one of them, and I'm sure there's many more. What has... Some of what have these endorsements done for your brand, and then what have what has your association with these brands also done for those brands? Because them having you on their it's a two way traffic, of course. Yeah, there has to be a dual um, benefit. So, in that regard, it's been it's been great. I've been very fortunate to have had uh, people who have had any interest in what I'm doing or uh, wanted to have a piece of what I'm about or associated with with the um, alignment of whatever brands I align with and over the years it's always been something that's been very successful. I remember my first uh, big sort of brand that I was an ambassador for was a was a British German cologne called Upom and um, it's still around it's still um, one of the um, top Colognes in, in in Europe, but um, they were relaunching in South Africa because they, they'd been here many years ago and they wanted to come back, and um, that went really really well. In um, my period with them, we had sort of a set agreement of you know certain road shows and rollouts and ad campaigns, and um, in the first year, well, previous to to me coming in the year before, they were. Um, you know, sitting at a revenue, for example, of about eight hundred and fifty thousand rand for the for the fragrance before I even um, came in. So we were hoping that you know we could get that to you know maybe like a million or a million and a half um, for the following year. But then it was really really successful, and we managed to um, you know bring in with that association and the things that we rolled out. We managed to bring in about eight hundred and fifty thousand per month. Wow. Um, wow. Um, smashing that, that that previous year, so that's when I really started to really see the kind of value or impact that you can make as a uh, brand and, and and strategy and association. And you know, for me, it ends up being associated with a with a really quality brand, which opens the doors for next um, you know avenues and different brands wanting mm -hmm. to work with you. And now, mm -hmm. whatever brand I work with. The one before, um, you know, needs to always be superseded by the next one. You can't mm -hmm. go backwards. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Otherwise, then it's very obvious that you're just maybe just going after the money mm -hmm. and anyone that throws money at you. We call it brand whoring. Exactly. Yeah. Brand whoring, yeah. <laughs> Might as well do it on the high street, right? Hundred <laughs> percent. Yeah. So I'm I'm very um, I'm very particular about the kind of brands I work with and um, the associations I make, and I pick them carefully. And when they use me, they use me to you know, a bigger part, and they use me to the fullest extent that they can. So then you see a lot of um, a lot of visual representation that you end up thinking, "Geez, I'm seeing a lot of this person," but they want to really make it work out for them as much as possible. So, um, yeah, right now it's um, Woolworths, Investec, Samsung, all very um, sort of um, you know high. How would you how, how would you state it? Maybe a high standard of, of, yeah. of brands yeah. um, to be you know 
correct about it. And that's the general direction I want to work in. And it's also different spaces. I, I'm an entrepreneur. I'm passionate about business. I'm passionate about finance and all of that. And people don't really know that. And um, there's also that you know formal element with a, with a lot of my style and everything. So um, then there's uh, also the fact that as much as I'm an entrepreneur, I also have all sorts of different types of career. So for Investec, it's um, you know it's a it's a very I'd say, in a way, it's quite an elite brand, um, but it's one that goes with the standard of what my brand is as well and also shows the diversity that Investec is open to and that it's not just an old Jewish man's bank, for example, mm-hmm. and that they actually cater to a – and not only old Jewish man's bank, but not a person who has to just be a doctor or a lawyer or whatever it is. And it's also about opening that space. So it's opening up that different market. Um, Woolworths is just a, a, just a great brand, love brand. Um, also um, up there And then Samsung is also A great international brand To be associated with So literally as Those three as my Current focus and associations Makes perfect sense for me And definitely In the, traje- in the traje- trajectory That I would be growing in Sorry I like I like what's going on in your world. Before I go to Wes and before I get uh, to pick your mind, Edgy as well. And just on that side, I mean, <laughs> okay. I've, I've been I've been offered, I've been offered lots um, of money for um, I won't name them, but different smoking brands. But I don't smoke, and I wouldn't encourage people to smoke. Um, so yes. it doesn't matter how much money you're going to try and give me. That for me would be detrimental because anyone who knows me knows I don't smoke, and it's not a part yeah, of the yes. you know that healthy lifestyle that I would promote. So if you do that, that can do more damage than any amount of money yeah. you can make from that brand. Yeah. So it's also very important yes. to be wary of that. I was coming back to you, but you kind of answered that because you're very you seem like a very grounded, loyal person. Mm-hmm. You're like, listen, do not bring me that one. I said no already. Go away <laughs> and get out of my face. Now I was going to say, do you also have? You know how sometimes. You can also be overexposed to yeah. a point where, because I still think that there is ways to conserve your brand where mm. you're not splashed everywhere, but you're still very strategically positioned or aligned with specific brands. How many do you ever sit and say in 2017, I only want to be involved with X amount of brands? Or do you just go with the flow and see who's knocking and where you're knocking? Or do you even knock or they just come flashing, splashed? It depends what the brand is. So if I really want to work with the brand, I'll, I'll go and actually pitch why you want to work with me so you know convince convince the brand why they actually need to work with me and what kind of impact i could make but generally 99 percent of the time uh, well 90 percent of the time they'll they'll come to me and 90 percent of the time i'll say no um, because it's just not the right brand and you need to keep it limited i think you know right now just being as i say limited to those three brands is a whole lot more effective than maybe having 10 brands and that you're associated with because then as you say it goes back to the brand whoring and then people just don't know what you're about mm-hmm. and you'll just pretty much promote anything that is presented give you to anything people get tired you. of your face exactly mm-hmm. yeah like they start hating you subconsciously <laughs> well, so we don't want them to hate you either <laughs> what is your experience so far and how strict are you and how do you run out and look for endorsements or do you rather just focus on your work and wait for something to come your way how is it working for you with this um, brand, with this uh, I, I mainly focus on my work, but I do have an agent that goes out there and goes after endorsements. It's just that, as always, she took her a little bit to understand that I'm a little bit complicated when it comes to brands. <laughs> <laughs> and people that know me know how specific I am about the things that I will put out there. For example, when it comes to Angola, most of the major brands, like the ones that MAPS are, are representing, they have some sort of government affiliation. Now, me and my big mouth and the things that I don't agree with, that would not be a good a, a good marriage because mm. then you are forced to be in certain governmental duties that I just don't believe in and I don't agree in. And I'm saying <laughs> one thing on social media against it, then I have to go and put my face and be a hypocrite. So, yeah. so yeah. So rather just say no. Sometimes it's hard because it is good money. But at the end of the day, I really do believe that if you stand by what you believe, things mm-hmm. will work out properly. Mm-hmm. Other brands were also alcohol brands, which I don't have a problem with, but the things that I don't drink anymore. <laughs> <laughs> I know. <laughs> I don't drink anymore and they would want me to be at clubs uh, <laughs> like you will not like take me to a dinner yet you won't be seeing me at the club popping bottles and whatever you may see me once or twice but very very it's very scarce you know so there are a lot of brands that 
even though I understand that I don't have a problem with them, but I don't, I don't want to be associated with them. And I take brands very seriously because I remember I, I used to have a lot of acne growing up and there was this Xmas essay that was promoting some skin product, right? And I remember I specifically bought it because she promoted it and I was such a big fan. And when I tried it, nothing happened and I'm never going to forget how bad I felt and I hated her because of it because I'm like, this person is a liar. I always take that feeling with me with everything that I do. I never want to feel like I am a liar or a hypocrite in anything that I am rep- Presenting. I really, when it comes to branding, I really take it to heart because I had a personal experience growing up with someone that was just promoting probably for the money. Do you understand? So because I, I can consider myself an African brand, I'm lucky enough to, to be able to jump between different African countries. So whatever is not working in one place, I can try in another place. But overall, I am very picky about the things that I do put my face on and I would rather just focus on my work. And then what's good is good and what's not good, we just keep it moving. Wow. Edgy, what's your two cents before I want to, I want to plug in Sheila Fari as well for just to pick her mind a bit. But what is your feedback so far on the conversation going on here? Even though we have very, the two guests we have today, I must say, are not the norm. <laughs> we should have had Njoki or Washiha. We should have had a third real brand endorsement hall. But anyway, so everything seems so, you guys are so proper, but it's not like, I mean, it is who you are and that's yeah. how you're running your life and your business and that's your, I, I think mean, that is just, why it works. And we have to respect it and we have to love it and I feel like because there's a scarcity of role models, young African people do not know who to look up to anymore. Yeah. So when you operate in your businesses and you you run and push your brands out there, it's very important for the younger Africans to be able to look up and say, ah, it's actually not too bad. Is that how Mas is doing? It's, ah, it's not too bad. Though. Or, ah, it's Weza. Ah. Okay, so it's a good one. Edgy, just share with us your two cents on this before I plug in Sheila. Yeah, I was going to say, please say something. Otherwise, you're just streaming it from Skype. <laughs> yeah. I'm feeling bad now. <laughs> no, no, it's, um, no, I mean, listening to them, you see celebrity endorsement in, in action. You see celebrity as brands in, in action. And the way that they are managing their, their, the, the interface between themselves and the brands, um, that's, that's really what is celebrity endorsement and how it powers, uh, a brand like a fashion line where the celebrity is very, very, um, very determined about who they are and how who they are is wrapped around what the brand wants to achieve with them. And I can see, I can see them in this conversation with both of them. I can see how it would be amazing for a brand to relate to them because they have such a very level personality, a, a very good understanding of who they are and, and how they can impact a brand and the importance of who they are as a person and how that affects the brand's aspirations. So it's, it's pretty cool too, because for me, we hear celebrity endorsement is huge, you know, uh, whether it's through Instagram or Twitter or just uh, main mainstream media, Vogue, uh, L magazines. You know, it's it's a big deal. But sometimes you don't hear you don't hear how the 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 celebrity articulates this relationship. And I just listening to them articulating it's for me. It's also been quite educating to understand because. We work with a lot of brands, and it's safe for me to know that the celebrities actually do think um, that their actions. As I was going to say, you also they the they, they yeah. use their heads. You know, it's nice to know that exactly some of them yeah. they have he- their heads actually working, and they use their heads. So I think, um, yeah. Edge, thanks for your feedback. I'm just going to roll over to Sheila Fari um, uh, and just share, uh, pick her mind on where she thinks. Um, we are going when it comes to celebrity endorsements, specifically in Africa. Hi, this is Sheila Fari of Sheila Fari Public Relations. We are a bespoke PR agency based in Johannesburg, South Africa, and love working with African brands. I think the topic today is very pertinent, particularly in the industry that I'm in, working with a lot of personalities and celebrities. Definitely a yay for me with regards to celebrity endorsements in Africa. I think we need more endorsements with our local celebrities. I think we're not anywhere near where we should be in terms of utilizing celebrity brands for campaigns in Africa. 
the South African market is quite different from your Nigerian, Ghana, and I'm, and I'm assuming other territories on the continent. When I speak or liaise with clients in Ghana, their their deals make sense. You know, they're quite lucrative, and maybe it's a numbers game in terms of the population size that they have. But I think you know that's definitely where South African personalities need to look to, where they can also get you know U.S. million dollar deals to represent brands on the continent. I think gone are the days where we want to look towards US or UK personalities be able to sell us things in our own continent. So I'd definitely like to see more of that. In terms of brand attitudes versus celebrity attitude, I think hopefully they're aligning more. I think previously the brand definitely had the upper hand and they could get away with giving celebrities, you know, free products or free clothes. I think the growth of, you know, percentages in African continent has definitely shifted over the last few years and we've seen, you know, big percentage brands be able to command their worth in terms of monetary value. So I think um, they're more aligned now and hopefully they'll be able to do more campaigns together high above the line campaigns where you know we see more billboards more tv ads because that's still very just a handful um of celebrities that kind of reach that alignment with brands i think brands do value celebrities in terms of using utilizing them for campaigns um celebrities have huge followings they have you know huge influence i think what needs to marry now is being able to pay their worth for the tweets and for the appearances at events or, you know, pushing campaigns. Where do I see the future of celebrity endorsement in Africa? I hope to see that, you know, we'll use less and less, you know, U.S. Um, personalities to do campaigns in Africa. Um, if it is an international brand, they must make sure that they get an African-based um personality to represent that brand i think we'll see a lot more endorsements of higher value in near future and i think that has to do with the growth of the celebrity culture and personalities on the continent i think you know the term of you know the kardashian craze and the paparazzi in the u.s i think we're actually getting there as a continent um you know a lot of local celebrities tell you that they, ha- they can't eat at certain places they can't shop at certain places because you just can't get anything done because of the demand of people just coming to you and recognizing you. So definitely the brand growth or personalities brands have definitely grown and there's, you know, more influence there that can be capitalized. I'd like to see a lot more endorsements, a lot more variation of endorsements as well because it it seems like it's just a handful of people that are getting all the jobs. And I don't think it's necessarily a negative thing right now, but I think in future, hopefully, those doors will open to a wider spectrum of celebrities to do endorsements. And, you know, hopefully it's a, it's a, it's a, it becomes an industry or, you know, a culture that people know that, you know, if you land one or two big endorsements, they are financially viable to set you up as opposed to you see celebrities on various campaigns and then a few years down the line, they are completely broke. And, you know, yes, financial management is one aspect, but I think also just not being paid enough to actually last long or do much with. Wow, that is Sheila Afari. And I really agree with her when she says African brands for Africa. I beg, I beg, I beg. So it's good. I'm actually sitting here and I'm saying to Maps, he's taking all the offers. So he needs to start throwing them to us so we can also have some, you know, like I'm just feeling like we're, we're feeling like a bit like uh, ignored and left out. I feel like stepchildren in the corner. You guys are pan African, man. You're getting getting them dollars. (laughs) Them dollars. (laughs) You're getting Samsung dollars, not us. But it's like Korean yens, homie. <laughs> but you know what? I really agree with um, Sheila, and I, I hope that obviously I also believe there's got to be a future, a better future. And I think that also brands are going to have to up up their game so that they don't play around with us. You know, it's time to put your money where your mouth is. Yeah. And it shouldn't be a situation of, oh, is it Weza or is it Rihanna? No, Weza is here. If yeah. you want to do stuff here, here she is. Um, I want to uh, go to the Glam Up uh, with Morag. Hi, everyone, and welcome to another session of Glam Up with me. It's so lovely to have you all in studio, Maps, Sheila, Weza, such, you know, such great people in the industry. It's great to have you here. Um, I'd love to just get straight into it. And um, of course, Liz, thank you for the beautiful introduction once again. Um, 
this week, the lipstick color for the week, I've actually got um, 12, <laughs> strangely enough. And, you know, with the topic that we're talking about with celebrity endorsements, a huge craze in the industry at the moment is the Anastasia Beverly Hills makeup. OMGs. If you do not have this in your life, you're missing out. So basically, um, I've chosen the Summer um, Mini Lip Gloss Set. There's six colors in a set. Um, really beautiful, nice to pop in your purse, and you can really choose, you know, which one you want. My favorite one from the Summer Set is, um, it's called Grape Jelly, and it's almost like a vivid blue-purple. And then, of course, there is also the Fall Set for, you know, um, people abroad so you can really choose if you want a more summery look or more of an autumn look so that's definitely um, my favorite for this week is the Anastasia lip gloss so you know with a topic that we're talking about the positive positive effects of endorsements on sales in the beauty industry cannot be understated just one endorsement can literally spike an increase in sales by five percent almost immediately that's why businesses, even small businesses, would be foolish to resist the mere exploration of celebrity influencers to promote their brand. The effects would be substantial if the brand could really find a prominent name of who influences their audience. Do impacts of celebrity endorsements on consumer brand loyalty really matter? Well, you know what, um, for me, not really, but I think it's more of the influence um, of the consumer with a brand loyalty and the celebrity that they choose as the useful tool which is going to magnify the effect on the campaign. When a celebrity signs an endorsement deal with a product, an element of, of legitimacy is suddenly present in the company simply because the power of the name is backing it up. Most brands start life without a personality. Let's be honest. A brand by itself will never talk, will never walk, will never get photographed. But tying it up with a celebrity name of a product or a company can take it on instant glitz, glamour, charm, give it sex appeal and aspiration. It comes alive in these three dimensions. The intimate then becomes human and desirable, almost like a friend. I know it sounds crazy, right? I mean, if we think of um, like the Kardashians, for instance, let's say Kylie um, Jenner, who's now, they're literally using their own brands to endorse themselves. So if you think of like a Kylie lip gloss or Kylie makeup, um, they're literally endorsing themselves with their own brands. So we all know who Kylie Jenner is, we're in love with her, and now she's almost bringing her brand to life by endorsing herself. How do you choose a celebrity for your brand? With the best celebrity tie-ups, the first fits the celebrity's personal story and sometimes it works in the other way around it has to be credible believable as if the partnership is a very natural thing whether we like it or not Bonang Mateba has revolutionized and opened doors for the African continent by being the first African to be endorsed by a cosmetic brand Revlon this was back in April when she was announced as the global ambassador and just recently bagged yet another African first grabbing the crown from Giselle Bunchen, Bonang took place as the new Ipanema shoe brand ambassador. She really is bringing the world to Africa and Africa to the world. Both of these deals are a huge deal for the continent. All in all, a good brand endorsement is about commitment. It shouldn't be about the money. The team behind the brand must research the talent and the talent should obviously also love the brand. Urban Decay, um, as we all know, has teamed up with Gwen Stefani. This is a first for the brand and the first celebrity collaboration ever. The founder of Urban Decay, Wendy Zomner, said that Gwen was someone she really wanted to work with back when the brand first got off the ground. It took 19 years, but hey, it happened. The Urban Decay worked closely with Gwen um, on the limited edition collection, collaborating on everything from the colors the formulas to the packaging. The cosmetic brand said that the rocker knows very well about her makeup. I mean, we all know Gwen Stefani is a makeup artist as well. So it's really amazing that, you know, getting a celebrity involved in the brand 
It's something she believes in. It's something that she's, um, you know, obviously passionate about. It's something that's inspiring to her. And that's why we love the brand and we love Gwen. Covergirl just announced its first male face. And let me tell you, he couldn't be more deserving. Junior year of high school was a busy one for this mister. And he goes by the name of James Charles. He launched his Instagram account, ranked in over 400,000 subscribers, took his senior portrait not only once, but twice, just to make sure that his highlighter would truly pop, this quickly becoming a viral sensation. I mean, this boy is 17 years old, but let me tell you, he is the one for this brand. He is the first male for CoverGirl in 58 years. And it's just so inspiring to see an established mass cosmetic brands acknowledge that beauty isn't gender exclusive. It really gives hope to young people who still feel that their dreams are dictated by outdated um, sort of societal norms. However, Urban Decay, Covergirl, um, you know, and sort of Dior, Rimmel are not all brands that use celebrities. MAC Cosmetics is famously known for their celebrity collaborations, from using RuPaul, Cindy Lauper, Adam Lambert, um, Lady Gaga, Rihanna. You know, they've all had their own limited range um, in the Viva Glam lipstick range, which actually 100% of the profits are contributed to men and women suffering and living with um, AIDS and HIV worldwide. Kate Moss, come on, we all know her, um, a true British inspiration, She's always been known as the face of Rimmel, but was actually dropped in 2005, not only by Rimmel, but by H&M, Burberry, and Chanel failed to renew her contract. Following publications of incriminating pictures of her in the tabloids, no doubt, of course, it hurt her career. But then, when you have friends like Naomi Campbell, Johnny Depp, and Alexander McQueen publicly defending you, um, you know, you sort of do slip and get away with it. But the question is, why were these brands still prepared to take on Kate Moss? Simply because her alleged misdemeanors hadn't compromised her credibility. I mean, Kate Moss is Kate Moss. When everyone stopped to think, what was the surprise in a fashion, fashion model misbehaving? I mean, it can happen to anyone. We're all human at the end of the day. It's actually become a common joke that you can't trust what you read on the internet but research shows that more and more consumers are looking to bloggers or similar influencers before they actually buy products the most common online publishers tend to be honest and more transparent when they talk about products and services which drives their credibility by repeatedly connecting with their audience and establishing their areas of expertise Bloggers have become trusted sources of information. It's not even necessary that influencers have millions of followers, but more for those who have an influence on consumers with their target market. And of course, a pull in the industry. I mean, if I look at myself, for instance, um, you know, my sponsorship with Smashbox, GHD and Caribbean Tan, I'm genuinely honest. Um, I eat the brands, I sleep them, I walk them, and I genuinely do love the brands. Um, so, you know, it's, it's really a beneficial situation for both parties. In fact, surveys conducted by um, BlogHer and co-sponsored by global communications firm Ketchum found that bloggers' endorsements wield hugely, hugely, hugely more power than what celebrities do. That's all from me today. Thank you so much for listening once again. I will be posting everything on all my social media platforms. You can catch me at Moragstan. That's M-O-R-A-G-S-T-E-Y-N. Lots of love and have a wonderful weekend. Now, you both are very stylish people. And um, you obviously, do. You, first of all, do, do any of us, any of you have brand endorsements when it comes to clothing, like a, a fashion brand or a fashion designer that actually sends you clothing or a box or a, I don't know, a case or like a rack. I don't know. Do you? I Not with me, not a, a fashion endorsement per se, but I've built such good I've built such good relationships of the, uh, uh, after all these years that it's a phone call away if there's something happening. I feel, and the truth is that with designers nowadays and with fashion brands, they are still not paying the worth. 
and that is Thank what I you feel. Very much. I feel Thank like you. many times what happens as well is that designers do not have maybe they do not have the capital in order to do it the way they do it outside, but then don't call it an ambassador or don't call it an endorsement if there is no proper payment at the end of the day because you want to try and compare yourself with an international brand but you don't have the capital to put somebody out there to be doing the work they think that giving out freebies is the way to go and in the beginning it's great but once you've built yourself and once you know a little bit more you know exactly what it is that you want and when it comes to fashion designers right now I understand that the startup is a little bit hard okay but then don't want a weather if you just started yesterday but yes but on the flip side where i'm throwing this back hard fast in your seatbelt i'm coming hard i want to say something you weza the one who's talking about the designer startup i'm talking to you back and saying as a designer now i'm Mm. speaking with a different authority and saying the girls are going out there in the dresses getting drunk bringing back the sweat sweat patches coming back just horrendous they forgot to mention who they were wearing it is just pathetic and personally if i was to run a campaign now i would say no no more you can go you wears and who go figure out what you're gonna wear and give us time because you're it's not a, it's not a, I don't think it's justified from both ends. And I think also choose your brand carefully, you know. You, you, you don't just choose a brand because they are popular at the moment. Do they have buying power? Do you understand? At the end of the day, I know that with each brand that I associate myself with, can, I always yes. tell them, listen, <laughs> when they see me wearing your things, there will be a, at least three buyers. And, and it has been, it has happened with me many times where I have worn something and I knew it was somebody starting up and I wanted to help them out. And I told them, you will sell this dress for triple the price. And that is exactly what happened because I know the buying power that I have and I know how to make Proper publicity. Yes, but I want to also speak personally and even for the listeners is because I know Weza personally. Another thing I have to say is you're not the norm. And that's why if you come to me and say, Liz, I'm going somewhere. I need that. I know that you need that. But the one thing I'd appreciate from I appreciate from you is you actually come with your purse. Don't be coming with a Louis Vuitton. And you don't have money. in your yeah. purse. How much money do you have before you talk to me? So what I appreciate with you is the fact that you actually know the value of the garment and you still buy from me. Yeah. And therefore, there is respect mutually. Maps, what is your what are your thoughts? So, OK, educate. No, I was going to say, I think one thing we have to understand in Africa is like celebrity endorsements or the celebrities themselves as brands and fashion brands, they need, they have to coordinate and have to, to see this a relationship purely as a business relationship because one powers the other. Yeah. Sometimes a celebrity is big enough already and powers the, the design company, and sometimes it's, it's the reverse. But in Africa, sometimes we're not very much at home with the idea of collaboration mm-hmm. because celebrity endorsements are collaboration. They are paid collaborations. Uh, there could be free collaborations, but they are, in a sense, a collaboration. So we have to be at home with that. And we also have to understand that celebrity endorsements are very strategic. You know, they're a business strategy mm-hmm. for us to grow. If, if we don't embrace them, we die. And it's true. We really, the celebrities are a raw resource for us as designers to use in Africa and vice versa too, you know. Um, so my take will be if Africans can forget their fear of collaborations and just that with two individuals, I'm the big designer or the big celebrity, we can coordinate, we can liaise with each other and we can power each other, to, quite honestly. Uh, but celebrity endorsements are huge. For, for fashion brands. Just to, just to say something quickly. We are also, designers are abused in the continent. And sure. therefore, for me, when I look at how they're running things, I'm like, you, go, go run it the way you want. If you want to stop people at the door for money, if you want to say to them goodbye, whatever. But I want to hear Maps' feedback on that as well, based on your experience. I think it would be very similar to what, um, to what Edgy's saying. But um, based on my experience, it's, it, it, it's catch-22. When it comes to a young local designer... I'll actually always happily um, help out and wear one or two of their things. But when it's a really established brand, I just try not to take any any crap. So, um, so no, 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 seriously. So, I mean, you're, you're, you're making – you're asking me to wear your clothes and then you're coming to me afterwards and you're gloating about how that's flown mm. out of the stores. Mm. And immediately in my mind, well, it's obviously making um, you know great money for you. And then you're still going to 
um, send me clothes and then still ask for them back. <laughs> no. Right. <laughs> And then still gloats more about how well, you know, sales are doing. And then you'll still say, um, uh, Mups is in the, in the head office today, um, yeah. picking, picking clothes. It's always great to see our ambassador. And meanwhile, we haven't, <laughs> we haven't signed, signed anything. anything. Um, so, you know, I, you're right. I mean, you get to a point where you're just like, like, just, just let's not take advance of each exactly. other. Exactly. If I need you last minute and I need something cool, I'll wait. I'll give you. Your credit. I'm, I'm the kind of person who also give your clothes a dry clean as well. I'm bringing. Yeah, <laughs> that, um, that is mandatory. Maps. You cannot take stuff back. No, that is of course. Of course. That is yeah, just yeah. etiquette. You know. Yeah. But I also feel like with big enough brands, I even say have a grace period. Mm-hmm. Use someone a few times if you're seeing that there is a really good return on investment. Give an incentive, you know, so that the person keeps coming back. Otherwise, but they're giving you clothes already. And then you give it back. You don't even keep <laughs> no, them. No, you sh- <laughs> You know, you know what, guys? I want to roll over. We're just going to take a, a quick one here. I want to roll over to, um, to Glam Up, um, with Morag Stein, but I know we are also running, uh, short of time. Um, and therefore I want to first of all just have you guys share your links or your connects or your websites on how our listeners can be able to tune in or connect. Uh, with you guys. Ladies first. Okay. <laughs> Mine is very simple. My name is Weza Solange, W-E-Z-A underscore S-O-L-A-N-G-E. So you can find me on Instagram, you can find me on Twitter, you can find me on Facebook, and usually on these platforms is my email as well, Weza Bookings at gmail.com. And business only, please. I'm here yes, please, please, sure. please, business only. <laughs> no proposals, please. I have to cancel two emails already. So... <laughs> So, so where's the bookings at gmail.com and that is how you can reach me and yeah. Cool. And I'm Maps Mapunyane on Twitter. Uh, so that's M-A-P-S-M-A-P-O-N-Y-A-N-E. And then Maps Mapunyane on Facebook and then on Instagram it's M Mapunyane. Or if you just type in Maps Mapunyane it will come up. And, uh, bookings, uh, all my email addresses on all of those platforms. Yeah. Info at mapsmapunyane.com. Um, oh, you, you still on Gmail, homie? Yeah. Um, <laughs> and then, um, Can you let Gmail be, though? I'm joking. I'm joking. And then I just have a quick question. Edgy, I've been no, wanting to ask you this no. for a while, man. Are you, are you okay? Is everything okay? I mean, I, I, I keep looking at your profile picture on Twitter. Homie, you look stressed, man. What's up, bro? Like, you got that stressed look on your People face. People always ask me to change pictures. I'm trying, I keep trying to find pictures where I'm smiling, but I'm only smiling when I'm with my niece. So I'll, I'll probably find a picture when I'm with my niece. Well, when, when no, you're, when you're, when you're hanging out with me, you laugh a lot too. So I think you need to start oh, yeah. finding your top favorite. <laughs> You're looking at your picture. Max right is now. showing us your picture right now on Twitter. You do okay. look quite stressed. Okay, that's oh, a stress. Max, cut, cut Edgy some slack. Come on, give him a break. Just, is he such a fun, loving, laughing guy? And then, me, you know those people who are always happy and smiling? The reason you gotta ask them if everything's okay at home and, and like look beyond the facade is because meanwhile, deep down inside, they is stressed, man. There's some stuff, there's some deep stuff happening. I hope you're all good, Edgy. No. No, no. Guys, we want to go straight to who would you want to dress and why? Well. Who would you want to dress and why? We're going to start with Weza. Who would you want to dress and why? Wait, let me quickly plug Edgy. And then for him, it's at Edgy, E-J-I underscore Benson on Twitter. There we go. Thank you. Got you, man. I'm going to relieve that stress for you. Oh, God. <laughs> <laughs> so who oh, would you want to dress and why? Who would you want to dress and why? We're going to start with Weza. Two minutes, one minute, half a yeah, minute. Half a minute. Mm. I would want to dress Ana Paula dos Santos. She is the the first lady of Angola. The richest African woman. Thank you very mm. much. And now you know why. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> Damn. I'm, I'm happy. How am I, how am I ever supposed <laughs> to strategy. Strategy. beat that? Maps, who would you oh, want to dress and why? Jeez, I have no idea. Edgy Benson. Um, <laughs> definitely. <laughs> Definitely Edgy Benson. Um, Are you going to make him got, smile? He's, while got, he's, he's got that Idris Elba, you know, thing oh, yeah, happening. He does, you know? he does. I think, I, I think he could kill it. You know, designer dressing a designer. Um, and then and then maybe just to come along with Edgy could be like Tom Ford or something, you know. Okay. Just Tom Ford. Two in one. Nice. Go, yeah. Nice one. Edgy, who would you want to dress and why? I made up my mind before Maps said it. 
I was going to dress Matthew. <laughs> Not fair. In three, in three as four. <laughs> you know, Matt, if you see three as four, yeah. Yeah. you're going to draw. Yes. Cool. Yeah, we'll send them, we'll send the links, but please. Yes. I'll, there, send you, I'll send you a few pictures. Please, yes. man. And then we'll link up when I'm in New York. I don't know how long you're there for, though. He's, he lives Please. there. You live there? Cool. Perfect. No problem. Yes. I want to dress today, uh, Weza Solange, of right course. here. <laughs> you guys are poor, <laughs> man. <laughs> I'm sorry. I'm like, look, I haven't seen Weza well for a hot minute. So I thought, you know, I would love to put you in a beautiful, you know, these old piece. Do you know, I've, I've designed a lot of men's suits and actually thinking of it because, um, she actually so, it just happens to be on the premises. Um, I've always wanted to design amazing women's suits. Please um, do. Like, uh, like amazing power nice suits, tailored. really yeah. tailored, and I would actually love to make one for uh, for Yvonne Chaka Chaka. Imagine her and just like this ah, amazing. And you know she wasn't was it she was, she was yeah, in yeah, studio she was, today? She was here earlier today. It's very yeah. nice. So very I think, nice. I think she was oh, would you want to make one. me one too, maybe? Yeah, yeah, why yeah, not? me too. Yeah, I mean, okay. Yeah. Like I know that I look amazing on anything that is Lizzo Gumbo, so do it. Yes, I want you to see the new stuff. You lose your head. Really? You will lose your head. Oh. Yes. Cool. So, and maps, I can help you with the with the with, with the lady suits or the smile. Yeah, of course. Yeah, man. Let's yeah, talk. Okay, Liz yeah, and I are going to be the guinea pigs for this project. Okay. Okay, okay yes. Here we go. That's yes. a, that's a, that's, that's locked in. It's been beautiful. Maps, thank you for thank your you time much. in studio. Weza, thank, thank you, you so, so much. much Edgy, thank you for joining us. For all of our listeners who are tuned in to have the further Thanks, conversations guys. of, we are on www.fashionlabafrica.com. We hold it down here every Thursday, Central Time, Central Africa Time, two to three. Uh, we'd love to hear from you. So let's text, let's take these conversations offline. Peace and love until next week. Fashion Lab on cliffcentral.com. Cliffcentral.com.